Welcome to Day 3 the Podcast. Now, before we get started, we would like to say a quick thank you to our patrons on Patreon. To start is our Shadows regulars. Thank you to Jamie and Sabino. Thank you to Janice Libby. Thank you to Olivia. Thank you to Elizabeth Palmer. Uh, and now, on to our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, West Pickman. And thank you, Gorham Palmer. If you would like to become a patron, uh, just go to the link in the description. And a final thank you to our patrons. It's because of you that this podcast is even possible. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to D3 the Podcast, where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. As always, I'm your faithful GM Jacob, and with me I have... Hi, my name is Ruby and I play Lav. Hi, I'm Caleb and I play Theo. Cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, I'll try to get through the summary quickly because we have a, lo- a lot of things to summarize from last episode. And we, the people recording this, have not recorded in like a month, so... That true. is true. Last uh, session, Laugh had a date weekend with John. Theo wrestled a pair of wrestlers called the Barbarian and the Bard. The club scene was voted out of the Vampire Alliance. Lav and Theo heard back from Modern Marvels, Deep Wolves, and the Lost and Found Werewolf Dens, and the Ascending Ones as possible allies for the fight against the club scene. They found out the club scene had put out a bounty for information on whoever has been messing with them, with photos of Theo from the neck down in his pastel goth outfit from when you guys got incriminating photos from their different clubs. And most importantly, the Charmers have pooled all their resources together to rent a small warehouse and retrofit it as their new clubhouse with a small kitchen, extra food, emergency supplies, including emergency makeup supplies, a living room area, and four quartered off areas by curtains, and a small cot with medical equipment. And the Charmers now have a new member in the form of Lav, and Jose has mm-hmm. shifted his Charmer color from purple to indigo. Huh, and that is what happened last session. Any questions? No. Or anything I forgot? I'm up to speed. Ruby? Uh, I feel up to speed. Okay. It's been like a month since we last recorded. My brain is woofta. So you guys have set up meetings with the three different werewolf dens in the city of Boston. Well, the greater Boston area. Uh, There are some individual packs in the area, like the Northern Isles and the Underdogs, but these are the three big dens that have multiple werewolf packs working together and overall kind of hold a larger amount of power in the city, both mystical and otherwise. Specifically, you have set up a meeting with some members from the Modern Marvel's board of directors, at the Davidson Inc. headquarters. You then set up a meeting with the head of the family of the Deep Wolves. And then finally, you have a meeting with Tally, the unofficial head of the Lost and Found Den. So first off is you guys uh, have a meeting at the Davidson Incorporated headquarters with head of Modern Marvels Den. Uh, Is there anything you guys do before the meeting? No. (laughs) 
Not that I can think of. Cool. So do you guys want to describe anything before you go in, or are you guys just going on in? I'll just go on in. I think going on in works fine. Okay. Uh, So you guys head to Davidson Inc. headquarters, which is the same tall skyscraper uh, in Boston. Uh, You head into the same nice but practical lobby. Uh, Last time you guys were here is to get information on some guns that were being smuggled into the city. Uh, you guys go up to the front desk, and you see that same kind of gruff-looking security guard sitting behind the front desk. She kind of looks at both of you and goes, names. Fionn McFerrin. I almost said my real-life fucking name. <laughs> Jesus. Lavender Good. McAllister. See, she types a computer, and she goes, okay. Like, she somehow is, like, doubting you guys. She goes, and she slides two uh, passes on lanyards and hands them to you guys. Your meeting is going to be on the 13th floor in conference room 13D. Thank you very much. Uh, You guys uh, scan your cards, get through the little electronic gate, and head to one of the elevators. Uh, This time, since you guys aren't going up to, like, the top, top floor, you guys don't need to, like, scan your cards in the elevator as well. Uh, You guys hit the 13th floor, sit there, some nice... Mellow elevator music plays. How how are you guys feeling? Um, Lav is slightly nervous. She she pre prepared her folder, but a condensed version because she gave Miko the like big version already, and has it like in this like professional, cute little portfolio, and like tries to make it look really nice. And she's dressed very professionally. Okay, how's Fio feeling? Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done talking. Fio's right as rain. Fio's not yeah. stressed. He's at had all. nothing he's but like... good interactions with Miko. Yeah, he's got nothing. He said nothing. And he's like, it's fine. Lav will take point on this. I don't have to worry. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, he's like, you get up there. We want to talk to only you. No. Yeah, he's like, I just have to sit there and look pretty. And I'm great at that. It's true. Very true. Uh, So you guys pretty. uh, You guys get to 13th floor. You look at a little like map of the floor. Find the conference room you're supposed to go to. Uh, you head over there and you see, uh, a, like, glass conference room, but the, uh, curtains are kind of pulled down over the glass, uh, and the door's closed. By the way, I'm guessing Kism is with you guys. Of course. What do you guys do? Do you knock on the door or just open and walk in? I mean, can we see in? Uh. No, it's curtains, right? There are curtains, I'll say there are curtains over, like, the glass, like, windows of the conference room, but there's a little, like, window in the doorway. You can look in, you see, like, there's people in there. Okay, um, I think we're going to just go in then. Okay. Uh, you walk in and you see three people sitting around this big conference table. Uh, you see Miko David- like, thank God I brought copies. She has, like, a little bit less nice copies that were a little cheaper to make. Incredible. Uh, well, you go in and you see Miko Davidson, same professional, almost cold look as always. Uh, and next to her you see Jane, uh, Miko's personal assistant sitting there on her laptop. Uh, Jane has this big smile on okay, her face. Okay, I know she you said laptop, you but at first I just heard lap. And I was like, that's a familial relationship. <laughs> no. Just imagining teeny Miko with a full-grown person on top of her lap. Uh, Jane uh, waves at you guys as you walk in, sending all the bracelets and bands she wears around her arms jingling. Lap waves at her back. And next on Miko's other side. You see this older, dark-skinned gentleman uh, wearing a, like, perfectly tailored suit uh, that seems tailored to his, like, broader frame. Uh, He looks a couple decades older than Miko, so probably in, like, his 50s, 60s, roughly, you're not really sure. Uh, And he kind of gives you this uh, tired smile 
uh, and the way his face wrinkles, you can kind of tell it's a very common expression for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you get in, uh, Miko stands up, actually goes, Ah, Lavender, Fio, this is Maurice, head of our placements here. Uh, La- Lav goes to shake his hand. Yeah, he, he stands up and reaches, he kind of gives you a firm kind of rough, like his hand is kind of strong and rough to it. Uh, a little surprising for uh someone who apparently is like the head of like a uh, corporation theoretically. Mm-hmm. He'll give you a handshake and he'll give uh Fio a handshake as well. Yeah. Uh, pleasure to meet you too. I've heard a lot about you just, you know, around the water cooler and such. Well, I hope it was mm-hmm. good things. No, very much so. Please uh have a seat. He uh he gestures to a couple seats uh on the table for you guys to sit. Yeah, Fio will sit down. Lev sits down. So, uh, you've brought to our attention your plans on attacking and hopefully getting rid of the club scene vampire organization the city. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, I should mention that uh, Jane will be taking notes of our meeting today. Of course. And Jane kind of gives you guys a little wave again. Is there a chance I could have a copy of those notes, Jane? Oh, yes, of course. I'll send them. Uh, would you like a hard copy or would you like me to send them to your email? I assume a digital copy will be easier for you, so let's go with that. Okie doke. Uh, you see she actually goes, she writes a little note on a sticky pad next to her and sticks it to her com- mm-hmm. to her laptop. Now, we we have seen your ability to use information you've gathered in a very effective manner, given last time we worked together. So, Modern Marvels is perfectly willing to send a small pack to help you two in your efforts on two conditions. One, being any sort of magical technology you come across in these clubs be given over to modern marvels for research. And second, she holds up a second finger, any equipment will be provided by you. And she kind of gives you this look, and you guys, I'll just, I'll give you guys this, I'm gonna make you roll. She kind of gives you a look, uh, you have a feeling this is just so it's on record, because Miko knows you guys have the equipment to provide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she's the one who gave you the information to get said equipment so you imagine mm-hmm. this is kind of just on paper to show that she asked for two things from you in return yeah mm-hmm. are these terms acceptable um nods. <clears throat> Lev gives him a sharp look <laughs> uh we're willing to provide equipment barring what's the word that means like ex- exor- barring ex- exorbitant expense um have we promised anybody else technology yet Jacob nope. I mean, this is kind of your first, like, allies. You Allies outside of people you could assume are just going to help you. Mm-hmm. You've talked to, so no. Um, and we request that you share collected data from the magical technology with our R&D department. Uh, and who specifically might that be? Is that the R&D department at the Mardok Foundation? Yes. Uh, may I request that we share data both with your R&D department and your arcane department as some of the technology of might be magical. And from what I understand, uh, your R&D department might not be equipped for that type of Ooh, burn. equipment. Burn. Uh, if you, if the just, audience remembers, roasted the, her son. the R&D department at the Marduk Foundation is essentially just Leo Walker. Of course. Perfect. It's uh, more that the Marduk Foundation should benefit from this information as we are doing the, though we are gr- deeply grateful for your assistance, we're doing most of the heavy lifting and planning for this program. Of course. Maurice, is that acceptable with you? Sure, I'll add it right here. Uh, and you see he pulls out two uh, little packets of paper, uh, and you see he 
crosses something out and writes some stuff in on them. Uh, and he slides them to your guys. These are just a pair of con- contracts. Uh, feel free to read them over. If you have a lawyer you'd like to call to look them over, feel free. I'm going to read it over myself because I think I-, I got a good idea. All right. Are you just kind of reading over? Are you trying to like double check to see if there's any like fine she's print or to, anything? Yeah, she's trying to find any fine okay. print, confirm everything's good. Sure. Uh, roll me intelligence plus academics. Uh, I can't think of a more academic words. role than reading over a contract. Int plus ac? Yep. I think I have one point in academics. So. I think you do from like history I'm research. three. Can I use a willpower? Sure. Mm, two success or one success. I rolled two ones, okay. but I rolled three successes. Uh, You don't see anything out of the ordinary. It looks like exactly what you guys talked about. You see Maurice actually okay. uh, like he added in the thing under equipment saying barring anything that would be deemed exorbitant by a uh, I forget there's a legal term for essentially saying uh, any reasonable person would consider this. Yeah. Excessive. Uh, he actually wrote that in on both of them. And then at the bottom, he also added a clause about them sharing their data with the Murdoch Foundation. Perfect. Uh, you see it's just written in with pen, but you know that's just yeah. as binding as the rest of the contract. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you guys sign it? Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I ask the part where they own our souls? Real quick. I'm, this is just a little bit of a teeny flavor thing. Mm-hmm. What do your guys' signatures look like? Are they clean? Are they legible? Are they just a bunch of scribbles? Lav looks like a Victorian ladies. Incredible. She worked Fierce very hard on that. This is a big F and then a bunch of scribbles. Incredible. <laughs> is it is it at least similar scribbles each time or is it like every time he signs it looks different? It's like me where every time I sign it looks completely different. It's like ex- it's like vaguely similar. Just I'm going to be convicted enough. of forgery of my own goddamn name. Incredible. Right, uh, it's not a cursive F either. It's like a uppercase regular F. Oh, I love it. So you guys sign and you slide them back. You see uh, Maurice takes them and puts them in a little folder. And he goes, so um, I believe the pack we can give you based on their availability is the Streetlight Pack. Uh, it consists of senior member Johnson and two other members, uh, Arette and Silver Skies. Does that seem acceptable? That's fine by me. Um, what are their specialties? Uh, Johnson has a specialty in firearms and uh, connections. Arette is a special has some specialties with technology. Uh, and Silver Skies, let's say, is more martial in her uh, way she uses her abilities. Uh, Love will write down that da- down that for her notes, and she will say, "Yep, sounds perfectly acceptable." In fact, if you would like, there they should be in the cafeteria right now. If you I'd would love like to, meet to them. Uh, feel free to go down, meet them. Your passes should also provide any lunch if you'd like. Cool, wonderful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, and you see him and Miko both stand up and give you guys handshakes before you leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. So you guys get directions down to the cafeteria. You go down, uh, and the cafeteria is nice. Like, it it doesn't look like, it looks like there's actual kitchens in back where they're making the food fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fia's stacking up quite the plate. Uh, there's, uh, there's, like, some sandwich stuff where you can kind of have them, kind of like a Subway or something, you tell them and they'll make you a sandwich or a panini. And then next to them, I believe, I think they're having... You can also, like, there's a taco slash quesadilla slash kind of burrito area today. Theo's gonna get a panini. Okay. Love's gonna hunt down these people. Okay, uh, you 
look around, you find some people that match their descriptions. Uh, you're pretty sure you found the right people. Uh, do you go over there while Theo's getting his sandwich? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Theo, are you getting two sandwiches, a sandwich and something else, or? He's, he'll just get the get the sandwich, but he'll get, like, a little, you know, like a little bag of kettle chips. Yep, there's there. I was the gonna say there's some chips. There's probably a salad bar, too, but I don't think Theo's going for that. He'll get, he'll get, a, he'll get a salad. A little side salad? Yeah. Incredible. Uh, so while you're, gotta make sure to stay healthy. while you're getting food, uh, you head over and you see three people at a table. And as you start approaching them, you see one of them actually uh, looks up at you and uh, waves you over. Uh, you assume they knew you were coming down to meet them. Mm-hmm. So there are three people there. First one stands up is uh, this kind of older guy. He kind of looks um classic, uh, a kind of classic like older uh, Italian man, probably in his 40s. He has a simple white shirt with a gold chain under it that's slightly unbuttoned uh you see he has like a suit jacket hanging on the chair behind him he goes hey uh the name's johnson but you can call me johnny nice to meet you johnny you must be uh one of the hunters we'll be working with yes my name's lavender McAllister. nice to meet you thought there were supposed to be uh two of you fia's probably getting food uh fio fio mcvarin mm-hmm. oh gee i knew his dad back in the day oh well i'm sure he'll love to talk to you about it yeah well let's hope i don't know how kids are He's with his dad. You know, I never like to assume. I'm pretty sure they get along fine. Oh, that's good. Listen, someone came up talking to me about my dad. I'd punch them in the face. That son of a bitch. Anyway, Ariet, uh, introduce yourself. You see, he starts elbowing this uh, skinny black kid who's also at the table. Uh, he, he looks like he just graduated college. So only like a year or two older than you guys. He also looks like the type of kid that could hide effectively behind a street lamp. Uh, <laughs> I know um, exactly what you're talking about. I will say that it's pretty unlikely he would, though, because it would mean he would have to go outside. <laughs> uh, he stands up and goes, "Hi, my my name's Aret. Um, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too." Lav shakes his hand. Yeah. Uh, and last one is uh this Asian woman. She looks to be in her late twenties. Uh, first thing you probably notice is the fact it's very clear that her nose has been broken before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has a scar running across her face. Uh, and she goes, oh, hey, Silver Skies, nice to meet ya. Nice to meet you, Silver Skies. Uh, and she kind of gives you this fierce smile, and you actually kind of notice she looks like she might be missing a couple teeth in back. Mm-hmm. You gotta be hit hard to knock out molars, so impressive. Yeah, she looks like she might be missing a canine or two and maybe a molar. Lovely. Uh, I think that's when Fio comes over with this plate of food. Yeah. Oh, goddamn, this panini. I know, fucking right. Did you get all the, you get the, you know, classic Italian stack on that or something else? Oh, Johnny, the, by the, the way. the chicken bacon. Johnny, okay. Theo, nice hey, to meet you. He knew your dad. Uh... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I met that punk back in high school. A punk? Oh, God, I'm going to have to talk to him about this. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, I love everything about this. You not fucking know that? He got in a fight, like, I heard, well, he had to switch schools at some point, you know. Like, mid-junior year, I think. I did hear he got in a lot of fights. Yeah, he wasn't too bad back there, but I heard, like, the first day in the other place, he beat the shit out of, like, six guys. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't know. Yeah, he doesn't really talk about that kind of thing. (laughs) Fuck, I'd be fucking, I'd be proud of that. And, I mean, yeah, I feel a little bad. I actually kind of lost contact with him after a bit. We kind of went our separate ways, you know, um, started hanging out with some different types of folks. Than he was. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Theo just sort of looks around at the big cafeteria. Yeah. At the werewolves. Oh, not these fucking. <laughs> not these assholes. 
Not not when I started uh working for the Davidson family. That was back when they were a gang. Um, that's essentially what you tell he's implying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh anyway, uh you see next to him Arette, uh this as I say, skinny black kid around your age, stands up and introduces himself. Yeah. Uh next to him you see Silver Skies, uh introduces herself. Weird question. Do you do any sort mm-hmm. of like uh wrestling shit? Yeah. Oh fuck, man. Pret- pretty, pretty, a- pretty something. Pretty pink. Yeah, that's me. That's fucking it. Oh, man, I, th- I think I caught one of your matches a while back. You were really fucking good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, I kind of have an unfair advantage because I fight, like, literal monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's why I say every time we go down to the gym. And then I usually end up fighting, you know, assholes there. But, you know. A different yeah, type yeah. of monster. It's a little... Exactly. Exactly. I like you. Uh, anyway, they'll, they'll invite you Did to Did she sit. say that to laugh? Yeah. <laughs> I love her. She seems uh, a little bit like a thug. I like her. But in the, in kind of the best way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys sit at the table, um, do you guys have any questions for them? Uh, Lav's gonna get, like, their information based off of, like, what do they think that they're good at? What's their specialties? Um, all that bullshit. She's, like, really trying to get a hold of, like, statistical information I c- that she can use to know how to put, how to implement the pack. Uh, I think Johnny will be like, well, uh, I know Silver Sky's here and threw a fucking good punch. And she just kind of nods. That's about it. She kind of glares at him a bit. Uh, nah, you know I'm just fucking with you. Uh, Arret here, uh, he's good with, um, the computers and shit. And he goes, um, yeah, I, I have a degree in, um, information technology and computer programming. Uh, would you like to get into contact with our tech team? Sure. Uh, yeah, that'd be great, um... I haven't done much, you know, fighting, but uh, I, I think I'd, I'd definitely be helpful there. I'm sure that Leo and Alice will be able to give you some information and help you find what's going to be your best niche for helping to figure out how to dismantle their technology so that they can't call for help. Uh, let me roll something real quick. Johnson, uh, Johnny goes, are you talking about, uh, talking about Leo Walker? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you talk to him? Yeah, he's my friend. Oh, shit. He used to use his work here. The little punk must have gone up and gone like... Went work somewhere else. I'm dating his brother. Oh shit, really? You're dating Julian? No, no, no. I'm not dating Julian. I'm dating John. His younger brother. He's a <laughs> I younger am not brother. Not dating Julian. <laughs> yes, I love. Just never heard of him. <laughs> he has a younger brother. Yes. That must mean fucking new or something. I have to ask fucking uh fucking the big boss upstairs about that. Miko. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I just know him. He used to punk. Used to work here. He was uh. He caused some shit around here. I liked him. Yeah, that sounds like Leo. I'm usually bringing him lunch when I stop by the Marduk Foundation or, you know, making sure he doesn't explode himself too badly. Oh, man. We'll tell him uh, next time you go, tell him that uh, Johnny says hi. I'll text him right now. Uh, So you text him that. She's, she's assuming she's going to get a who? Possibly. Uh, you Johnny tells you his specialties are uh, reconnaissance. He knows a lot of people. He's been around a while and uh, he has a specialty in firearms. Fantastic. So he'll probably be covering fire and support for the punk lady. Uh, Silver Skies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says you can just call her Skies. Skies. That's easier. Uh, you get text back from Leo. He goes, oh, shit. Why are you talking to that tough old bastard? Well, that tough old bastard is going to be working with us. I'm sending his youngest pack member your information so that he can help you with the tech stuff. Oh, shit. I'm get- I'm going to assume that that's he got a new member besides Silver Skies then. Yeah, he's a kid. All right, sure. Uh, send it my way. 
tell them, uh, tell them I say hi. Tell, uh, Silver Skies that, uh, I still don't think she can take Julian in a fight. And, uh, uh, and then he also goes, by the way, does Johnny still look like he's straight out of the Untouchables? Exactly like that. Mm hmm. Ah, oh, shit. Of course he hasn't changed a bit. Not one bit. Guys like that don't change. Yeah, anyway, tell Johnny I said hi, and, uh, tell Silver Skies that, uh, she better keep training if she actually wants to take Julian on someday. Uh, Lav will relay that information. Uh, Silver Skies kind of slams her fist down, sounds like, that son of a bitch, I'll take him any fucking day. You, you can bring that up with Julian. She kind of looks around and realizes she was yelling at the wrong person, <laughs> and kind of just sits back down <laughs> sheepishly. Yeah, um, any other info or questions you ask them? Um... I don't think so. I think she's going to say, uh, can I have your email so I can send you the digital information file? Uh, yeah, sure. Johnny says he, uh, gives you his, uh, email and the other two as well. Um, she, she turns to the youngest. She's like, you can print it out for them. <laughs> All right, kind of looks relieves and nods to you. <laughs> he kind of gestures to say, like, just Johnny. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what she was thinking. Cool. Is there anything else you guys do at the uh, Modric Foundation? Talk to them, food, anything else? Not that I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Cool, yeah. Um, That's about it. Theo finishes his food, I'm guessing. His uh, chicken panini and chips and side salad. Does Lav get any food while there? Yeah, she'll get something, like, edible. I mean, it's all edible. <laughs> it's all quite good, actually. It's 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 surprisingly good. It, it definitely feels like one of those, like new tech companies that actually like hires to have like real food made for their they employees know better for you also it, it means that they don't leave for lunchtime because they know they can get free good food there mm -hmm. uh but also you imagine you know the way this business kind of got built up from you know a family run mob that this is probably kind of expected yeah take care of your own type thing yeah exactly uh anyways you guys got some food uh you guys head out i'm guessing you turn in your badges and lanyards mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no we try cool. to keep them i remember last time you're like oh sweet free lanyard the security was uh, guard was like go i have to return that yeah she was very disappointed yes soon after you guys leave uh on your way like either home or wherever you're going next lavender you get a call from detective sam malone hi detective malone hey good news kid i got suspended how is that good news well, one, paid suspension. But it's good news because it means I scared them. It means why I was looking in those dirty cops. Oh, so you've confirmed that there are there? Oh, yeah, for sure. They were doing a shitty job hiding it. Is the suspension going to be permanent or temporary? Oh, me? Nah, it's just like, they essentially asked me to go take vacation days. Nah, she, this isn't the first suspension I've gotten. Uh, okay. Anyway, don't worry. They were all paid for suspension. Suspension, half of them were them just telling me I should take some vacation days. And it was almost always because of shit like this. Anyway. Okay. I got suspended, but that means they're scared. And what I found must be true if they're that scared. I sent in my report right before I got suspended. So I'm on paid suspension. They've been discharged waiting possible charges. Ooh, good job. Thank you, Detective Malone. No, it's... Listen... Uh, it is my pleasure to try and at least help a little bit, get some of the, you know, worst of the worst out of the force. But you shouldn't be worried about, uh, you know, them trying to protect the club scene or anything using their power. Thank you. No problem. If you get any more tips like this, just let me know. Will do. Uh, yeah, and she hangs up. So, uh, the dirty cops you guys knew were, you got information that they were paying off cops 
from, I believe, the Spades Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you gave that information back much earlier in the season to Detective Malone, who worked with some people, uh, and apparently it's worked. I like how she was like, good news, I'm suspended. Yep. She knows that means, uh, uh, she knows that means that she must be on to something. But That's apparently be- before she got suspended, she was able to send in her thing and she apparently had enough damning evidence on them because they were literally like dirty cops getting paid off that uh they they've been stripped of their badge and everything awesome. and are waiting possible charges so don't have to worry about that anymore noise you imagine it would have been much harder if you hadn't been friends with a detective who already you know knew how to get in trouble who is in a bloodhound way. who's a goddamn from, from... bloodhound yeah you imagine this isn't the first time she's done this Level, level, like, send a muffin basket to the special cases unit. Incredible. Uh, yeah, so, later that day, uh, you guys have a meeting with the Deep Wolves Den. Uh, is there anything you guys do before that? I think Fia will dress up for this one a little bit nicer. Okay. Because with Davidson Inc., he's like, yeah, whatever, they can deal. <laughs> but with these guys, he's like, me, me not caring at all might... Just fuck this one up. They they did send you, like, a wax-sealed letter that felt like on fucking parchment yeah, to so tell you gonna... they wa- requested a meeting. Yeah, so he's gonna try to look a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want, you can look into the Deep Wolves a bit more, too. I think she will, just to try to figure out, like, how to win them okay. over. Uh, do you... I will say you can either roll me Wits plus Occult or Wits plus Streetwise. They'll give you sl- slightly different information. I have neither. Why don't I roll? <laughs> Wait, you have a cult. No, I don't. You should. You literally I... got, should have two dots in it. Oh, wait, never mind. I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, then you're fine. You got it. I mean, you don't need me. I'm an idiot. Three successes. Uh, Cool. So they are a den that is pretty much exclusively storm lords. Uh, Mm -hmm. which is one of the werewolf tribes. Uh, They tend to care a lot more about kind of like lineage and like see themselves as kind of like leaders among the werewolves and just among people. Like they care about honor and being leaders and stuff like that, uh, which has its pros and cons. Uh, And as as part of that, they tend to care kind of about lineage and stuff, not to the degree of the Ivory Claws, one of the pure tribes. Which, the Ivory Claws, one of the kind of bad werewolf tribes, it, it goes as far as, like, fucking incest and stuff. Stormlords yeah. are kind of toned down, but they kind of care about family ties and stuff like that. And you also know they tend to like to prove themselves that they like to... How do I say this? They like to prove that they can kind of go to kind of some of the worst places and live there well. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense, like they'll go to kind of more dangerous areas sometimes just to kind of prove they can hold their own against. So that's you know, why they live in the se- sewers. Yes. Yeah, so you imagine that's one of the reasons that and uh, with that three sixes, I'll tell you in the supernatural world in Boston, the sewers and underground highly contested territory. So it's competitive. It's extremely competitive for multiple reasons. One, it gives you uh, a lot of secure access around the city and you can know a lot of routes around the city too uh you don't have to worry about the average person seeing you so you can you know 
be in whatever form you want, use your magic however you'd like. And uh, specifically for vampires, it's highly liked because there's no sunlight. So if they want, they can move around during the daytime and not worry. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also, depending on who you are, can give some control like over different aspects of the city, which you can use as leverage. Mm -hmm. Specifically, you know, the sewer kings actually have like a grip on the public transportation in the greater Boston area. Yeah. Like they have control of the subways and a lot of the buses. So if they wanted, they could make things very inconvenient. Or if they wanted, they could probably talk to their people about essentially shutting down the city and its public transportation if they wanted. Uh, And the same goes for anyone who kind of has people in the sewage or the water departments. So kind of for those, a lot of those reasons, the sewers is actually like a highly contested area. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, I mean, the main groups you know that are down there are the Sewer Kings. You know, some of the Changelings have, like, a little bit of territory down there. Uh, and the Deep Wolves. Uh, along with the fact you do know there's an area that a lot of were-rats in the city mm-hmm. control. They actually control kind of the biggest area-wise down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking yeah. of were-rats, my rats have been really great lately. Our new little boy, Blue, is so fucking sweet. He's just learning how to really be a rat. So he's like learning right from Matthew. He is all over my hands. He is like chewing on my fingernails and it's adorable. I'm getting mm-hmm. good rat manicures. Incredible. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's what I think you get from an occult role. Uh, that's kind of what you know about the Storm Lords and the Deep Wolves and stuff like that. Cool. So Theo dresses up a little bit. Lav, do you do anything else before you guys have your meeting with them? Um, do you have any idea what type of style they dress in? Um... Like, I'm trying to think of something that would impress them. Not really. You know they like to look nice and fancy in that same way, Mm -hmm. you assume? So I think she's gonna go with, like, professional, but, like, super detailed. Yeah, uh, you know that they sealed their letter to you with what looks like a crest Mm -hmm. of some sort? I'm sure Lavender has a wax seal stamp kit because, you know, I've been obsessing over them for like a year now. But um, can she have like hers done up in like, like very professional but old fashioned style like folders for them? Cool. You guys head to the address and area they told you about, uh, the Deep Wolves, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you come to a sunken staircase, one that goes down beneath uh that leads to a surprisingly beautiful dark oak wooden door uh and mm-hmm. you see kind of we see a six or... foot wait what is she a nine and a half foot tall beautiful vampire lady there's not oh i'd let her eat me you're literally talking to werewolves i know you see uh either carved or branded or something in the middle of the store is you see that same kind of medieval european crest that was on the seal it's split into three sections you see the top part uh looks like storm clouds and lightning uh the bottom left looks like a pure white wolf on it and the bottom and the bottom right is silver with each phase of the moon on it Mm -hmm. uh you guys can go up and probably just knock you assume you don't see a doorbell or anything uh so you guys knock Mm mm-hmm 
Okay. Uh, you not, you're not quite sure if they heard it because of how heavy and wooden this door is. But after a few moments, uh, the door opens and you're actually hit with this wave of like sweetly scented air. And you see a man in a suit standing in front of you. Um, he goes, he kind of looks you guys up and down. May I see your token, please? Uh, and if you guys remember in the letter they mm-hmm. sent you, they sent you a little wooden token. Lev shows her token. He kind of takes it and tucks it into his breast pocket and nods. Ah, uh, yes. I'm guessing you are here to see Master Lupin right this way. And he kind of gestures with his arm for you guys to enter. She enters. Yeah, I'll enter. Uh, is Kismet with you? Twist! She she exits. Yes. Roll me wits plus empathy. Wits is three and empathy is a lot. Wait, wits is three. Yeah, wits is three. Does emotions help? Uh, Sure. That's two successes. Cool. Uh, You can kind of see he looks like a little bit like down his nose, a little bit in disgust at Kismet. Uh, She says he's a service dog. Interesting choice of service dog. Right, Follow me, please. Uh, and he starts walking down this hallway. Is it because he's half omen? Does Lav say that? No, like she's thinking it. Okay. You follow him uh, to flight of stairs going further down. Uh, You guys follow... You take a few flights of stairs down uh, until you reach another stone tunnel. Um, And you realize you're pretty sure you're on the same level as the bazaar Mm -hmm. or the sewer king's domain. But this one feels different. Instead of the usual cool dampness um, of the sewer king's domain or what you would expect, this place is lit up bright with uh, lots of electric lights lining the walls. Uh, And you see down this hallway, you see... What looks like entrances maybe to other rooms, covered in these thick velvet curtains hanging over these openings. Um, as you walk down, you can kind of hear people talking to each other down here. Uh, you think you hear a TV or a radio in one of these areas. Uh, and everything just feels is warm and bright and has, again, this kind of sweet scent to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Do you guys try looking at any of the rooms or are you just keeping your eyes no, forward? No, we're just going to... Keep our eyes yeah. forward, hold our heads high. Yeah, cool. of course. He leads you down this hallway until you reach a... Let me just look at my notes. Uh, you c- walk down this hallway, you take a left down a different one, and then right down a different one. Each one, you see the design of this tunnel is slightly different. You imagine that they were not necessarily the same type of tunnel for their original use. Mm-hmm. You walk down until the end of one of these hallways, you see a, uh, not quite as thick and fancy, but, uh, you see another, like, nice wooden door there with a, the same crest on it, and you see the person with you. This is Master Lupin's office. I shall knock for you, and he will hopefully be in to answer. He goes, and he knocks, like, three times. I mean, we had a scheduled meeting, so, like... Uh, do you say that out loud? No. Okay. I'm just thinking it. <laughs> I like I like hearing all of Lav's thoughts. It's just sassy motherfuckers. Uh, I will say, actually, as you guys were wrong down, you did get a glimpse into some of these rooms, and they honestly are kind of nicer than where you live. Not surprised. Yeah, I mean, we're fucking early twenties people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you Your guys youths. don't have you have guys have you guys have a relatively nice place too mm-hmm. for you know people your age. He knocks on the door and. Uh, it's answered by a well-groomed man, probably in his 70s or so. He kind of looks at you with these 
dark, intelligent eyes that con contrast his very pale face. And he kind of looks at you with um these kind of surprisingly delicate features, too. Uh, more delicate than you might expect for a werewolf. He, uh, he looks and he goes, Ah, oh, hello, my name is Alistair Lupin, Alpha of the Deep Wolves and head of the Lupin family. Please, come in. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Lav says as she sort of curtsies. He kind of gives you a nod. And she'll, she'll come in. Well, he, he gestures for you guys to enter this office. You see, it's a large office space. You see a bookshelf behind him. Uh, and you see this kind of mahogany desk there uh, with two comfortable chairs on one side. He gestures for you guys to sit. Sounds good. We'll sit. Now, for formality's sake, um, may I know both of your names? Every time you ask for my name, I almost say my real life name. Um, my name is Lavender McAllister. And I'm, uh, Fionn McVeron. He nods and he, so he pulls out, he puts on a pair of reading glasses and pulls out some papers and this old pen that he uncaps, uh, fountain pen probably, he uncaps and he looks at some papers. And you've come to me to talk about the club scene. Interesting. Yes. They have been around quite a long time. We're hoping for them to not be around much longer. Hmm. You see, they've lost the support of the local vampire prince and the rest of the local vampire groups due to their reckless nature. And hmm. we're planning uh, you on... You seem he actually takes notes. And we have been planning for quite some time now to dismantle them once that was confirmed. Yeah, it looks at you goes, fascinating. I see that you are well equipped for the strategy of politics of the situation. And we're well equipped for this for this project. She's going to hand him the folder. Uh, he will. He will. With the wax seal and like all that fancy shit. Uh, he looks. He looks a little impressed by that. Uh, you see, he'll crack it open and kind of lazily flip through the pages. Uh, you guys sit there like a few, just quiet minutes while you see him reading and flipping through your file. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I would be lying if I said I liked their presence in the city. They have been an ungodly annoyance, leaving spirits of greed and pain everywhere they go just for us to clean up later. They've also been trying to expand into the Sewer King's territory, and I don't see them respecting your vast territory either. Oh, well, I'm not too worried about that. Many have tried and many have failed to come into our territory. But is the nuisance of having them around really worth it is the question. Well, as I just said earlier, no. Anyway, you seem well equipped for the strategy and the politics of the situation. You seem to have done your research on it. Before I send you a my members, though, I will need to check to see if you have the physical prowess to back it up. As I'm sure you understand... I will not be sending any of my members in if I cannot be guaranteed they are led by people who can defend themselves well. If you want character references, we can provide the information of Detective Sam Malone, as well as he Damian holds up. Mardoff. He kind of holds up a hand. No, that will be quite all right. Believe in references quite as well. I like seeing things with my own eyes. So, if you would like our assistance, I humbly ask one of you, to prove yourselves in a arena of of combat, nothing deadly, of course. Yeah, I'll get. I'll take this one. <laughs> she 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 uh, she turns. She looks at Fio and she's like, "Would you like me to take your coat?" I imagine Fio stands much like um. There's a scene in Letterkenny where somebody walks into the bar and is like, "Hey, which one of you is the toughest guy in Letterkenny?" And Wayne just stands up and he goes, "That'd be me." Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, it's very much. You see, you see, you stand, and uh, Alistair Lupin stands about. He actually sits like just uh, a few inches shorter than you, uh, and seems again much older and more delicate than Fio. Laugh starts fiddling with her, with her, uh, with her one of her knives. He goes, "Perfect. Follow me to our arena, if you prefer." Sure. No, let's uh, go here he right now. Let's take you. down this desk. We'll break it into bits. I know it's old oak, probably from the 1600s, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, I'll throw hands with you right it's now, actually, old it's man. It's actually mahogany. <laughs> uh, he'll 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 uh lead you out of his office and walk down a different hallway. Uh, when you walk through an open archway into this large area, uh, it's set up very much like kind of. An old, uh, not Victorian. Victorian, what was, uh, Industrial Revolution? Victorian. That was Victorian, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. That was Victorian. Kind of one of those, like, what, yeah, what you'd imagine as one of those, like, Victorian bare knuckles fighting pits. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it's sunken into the ground, just kind of, uh, you're sunken just, like, a little higher than your head would be down there, uh, with sand, and you see carved seats around this circle, looking down into it. He turns back to you and says, Now, this combat will follow rules of honor mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. I fully expect you to use anything you want to your advantage, but do not go into anything that would lead to permanent damage. Gotcha. And as part of that, we shall give you the option of either fighting bare knuckles, in which one of our members will use their Hamid form, or mm-hmm. you may have the option of a choice of weapon in return for our member using their near Hamid form, with the exception that no silver shall be permitted. I can go bare knuckles. <laughs> Lav is like Lav is Lav is like like Fio, give give me your give me your top I don't wanna have to re like tailor that shirt. Just give it to me, just wear your undershirt. Like <laughs> she's sure. like complaining about like God, there's gonna be, if it gets ripped and then I have to do all the he, work. He again. will say Oh, he'll go in there bare chested. He'll go <laughs> No! Yeah, you are he... wearing your goddamn tank top. Incredible. He starts uh, to go to I take off I... his undershirt, like his, his undershirt, which is probably a tank top, and Lev's just like, no! Uh, I think uh, Alistair will also go, and while I fully respect your choice, I should just let you know that we could provide any weapon of your choice if you do not have any that do not contain silver. I'll be fine. Understandable. And you see, he walks to the other side. As do you hop down into the pit? Yeah, I'll I'll hop on down. Okay, you hop on down the pit. So Alistair walks around and calls through a different uh, doorway. Alfred, you are needed. Uh, as you Alfred, see this kind of Alfred uh, of Wessex. Kinda, exactly. King um, Alfred of Wessex. King Alfred. Actually, that guy was like severely sick his entire life. So, like, who gives a fuck? Uh, the person who walks out does not look. The person who walks out does not look sick at all. <laughs> uh, pale skin with this dark, short cut, short cropped hair. Uh, see, he walks uh, out. Nazi he's close. That's true. That is kind of the that is kind of the SS uh, kind of whole deal. <laughs> it's very close, not quite, but but weirdly close. <laughs> I will say. Um, uh, he comes out. You see, he's wearing just like a simple button up with a pair of uh. Uh, pants that looks like he could easily move in. Uh, he comes out and goes, is this, uh, this person I'm, uh, sparring with? Uh, you see Alistair just gives him a nod and he goes, all right, cool. Uh, you see he takes off his shirt. He goes bare-chested. 
Theo's taking off his tank top. He's going bare chested. He like throws it in Lav's direction. It lands on Kismet's face. Yeah. Uh, he 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 jumps down into the pit with you. Uh, he's uh, again like uh he's about inch shorter than you. So still a little over six feet tall, but just a little shorter. Uh, he looks yeah. kind of just as broad and tough as you though uh maybe maybe a little less scarring and stuff he doesn't have any tattoos on him as that you can see so he walks he goes like hey what's up alfred yeah hey, i'm Theo. yeah he kind of holds out a fist for a fist bump i'll fist bump him. uh he does fist bump this guy uh you hear I'll fist bump this ss officer you kind of hear <laughs> alistair from above you cough yeah he, <clears throat> he goes um yeah uh uh it's a pleasure to meet you and i will be fighting for the honor of the Lupin family and the Deep Wolves Den. Uh, <laughs> I hear you have chosen to do non-weapon. As such, I shall follow the rules and remain in my Hamid form for the entirety of the blah, fight. Blah, 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 blah. Fight shall be won by. <clears throat> I mean, fight shall be won by uh, either oh, su- I... <laughs> submission or knockout. Are these rules as- acceptable by- to you? Uh, yeah. He holds out a hand to shake your hand. Before, I just want to mention, I really considered having Theo be like, yeah, I'm Theo, I'm fighting for the honor of Grayskull? <laughs> oh, that would have been very good. I don't get that joke. <laughs> it's He-Man? It's a He-Man, it's a He-Man reference. <laughs> and She-Ra. True. Uh, uh, he holds out his hand to you to shake. Yeah, I'll, I'll shake Okay, you guys do an actual handshake instead of a fist bump. Uh, and you guys, and you guys uh, square up. Uh, I'd like you to roll initiative. Oh, yeah. I will uh, use the stats I have for Alfred of him not in his thirteen in his Hamid form. Ooh, very good. Uh, what's your dexterity? My dexterity is three. Okay. Uh, you go first. You guys nice. actually tied on initiative. I'm gonna do my boxing thing and make like a. I think it's called a reckless attack. Uh, all out attack. Yeah, oh, all wait. out attack. There we go. Uh, a boxing thing or. Just the the normal thing anyone can do. I think it's the normal thing anyone could do. Okay, yeah. You trade uh you take a plus two to your attack, uh, but you lose your defense for the round. Yeah, so it's a plus two and I spend another willpower point. Sure. And this is not including my this is not my gloves. This yeah. is just a normal mm-hmm. Yeah. So ten dice is what we're rolling right now. Cool. Wow, coming out strong. <laughs> What'd you get? Hang on. I gotta re roll two of these tens. Nine. Nine. Oof. Success. Uh, so, I will say, uh, you, you do a heavy hit to him. Uh, he, he, like, he does not seem to expect you to swing this strong right out the de- gate. Uh, I will say, uh, and this will apply for you too, uh, I'm going to do the thing back when we did a boxing match last time, where this damage is going to only be half, just to, like, demonstrate you're not like attacking them uh it's more like a boxing match does that make sense yeah and also just yeah. keeps it going for a little longer makes it a little bit more fun do you know what's that's a like weird word f- yeah it's still four or five the word that's coin yeah. no, is it's... a weird word why the fuck is there what? a word coin like like what the word coin it's just a weird word it's just spelled Ruby, funny and it high? doesn't look good no i'm just i've been sick for a week <laughs> and my brain is shutting down uh, so you go out the gate. I will also say that uh, in this system, uh, even if you take full lethal, you won't actually go unconscious. Gotcha. Or you, like, you'll heal it back faster. Anyway, uh, I think it might be a fun way to keep it going longer. Prove, prove you're not actually trying to kill each other here. Yeah. Uh, but you you see, like, he's already, like, 
you see him start to move for a punch, but you are just that much quicker, and you and he does not expect it, and so he makes no move to counter this haymaker that comes straight for his temple. And you send you send him reeling to the side, like he's blinking, like unsure. He kind of grabs the side of the wall, and if I am correct, on a single brawl attack, you did greater than target size with body blow. Oh, that's true. Uh, That's true. So he loses his next action. Perfect. Uh, so instead of attacking you, he's just going to, again, try to focus on his defense. Yeah, it's it's your turn again. He's He is going to take... I'm going to say that he can take the dodge action, though. Yeah, that's fair. I might just do that again because it worked out so cool. well for me. His defense is now seven. Okay. Uh, Because he has three defense normally plus one armor from yeah, that's fair. one of his fighting styles. Uh, So then another three because he took the dodge action. So that would be... You doing another all out? Yeah, why not? Uh, So my total would be 14 minus seven. So that's seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, not bad. Four. Okay. So you hit him again. This time he seems a little bit more ready for it. And you see, yeah. he, he kind of ducks out of the way a bit, but you still clip his chin. Uh, he's looking unsteady on his feet already. In return, he's yeah, going... He does get a turn now, though. Yes. He's going to hit you twice. And the first one's going to be an all-out attack. Well, actually, no, sorry. I'm, I'm going to say he can't do both. He is going to do an all-out attack versus you. That's true. Uh, using his one, his, uh, the one dot in the Berserker fighting style ability. To get a plus three on this roll. Oh, nice. What is your... Oh, you don't have defense? Yeah, I don't have any defense right now. Okay, so he's just rolling straight. Gotta re-roll some of these. Okay, so he got seven successes, rounded, cut in half, rounded up as four. So you kind of hit him tough. He's swinging, but he kind of used that wobble to his advantage, and he comes in with just, like, a blow straight to your stomach. Uh, you take four bashing damage. Gotcha. But you know is less than half your health. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Just barely, though. Yeah, he did not roll as well on you on, like, his insane amount of dice. Uh, he has no defense this time, though. Uh, well, oh, he has I'm a defense gonna... of one from armor. Yeah, I'm going to do my all-out attack again. <laughs> and I'm going to spend a willpower point, so this is going to be insane. This is 14 dice. Yep. Uh, and I... Or minus one because of the armor. Yes. There we go. Uh, I will say, even though they didn't say it, uh, you can in... You can guess because you decide not to go in with a weapon that he yeah. won't be using his essence uh, to heal. Gotcha. This is this is as if two humans, air quotes, were fighting. Okay, pretty good. <laughs> All things considered. It's definitely going to be going into lethal here. We got some tens to reroll, but so far we've got a, a tight seven. Jesus, I thought, I thought this session would be long because this fight would be longer, but... That's an eight. That's okay. eight total. <laughs> so you hit... Wham! <laughs> You do four, and you start working. You see, he he's starting to bleed from his mouth. Uh, like, you you clearly, like... I'm keeping the pressure on. Yeah, you kept the pressure on. Like, he clearly, like, cut his lip on a tooth. You probably knocked a tooth loose with this one. Uh, he It's his turn. He's going to roll to say conscious. Uh, he does succeed on saying conscious. Yeah, I thought he might. I think he's going to... He sees that, like, you're doing a lot of damage. Uh, you see, he looks like he's going to come for an all-out attack, but he quickly ducks and weaves and comes in with a combination blow. Ooh. He also has boxing, just of like course. Theo. Uh, so he's going to try to hit you twice. Uh, first one's normal. 
dice. Uh, you don't have defense, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, you take two bashing from that one. Okay. And the second one We're at getting... a minus one. We're getting into dangerous territory here. <laughs> and you take three bashing with the other one. I'm at full bashing. This is this is it already cut in half, by the way. Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, but because he did that, he cannot use his defense either. This is truly a fight of you guys just trying to knock the other one out as quick as possible. You don't know if that was you don't know if that was his strategy at the beginning, but Theo went in with such like heavy hits that I think (laughs) he he kinda knew if he didn't follow with the same, there's a chance you would just knock him out before he really got a chance to do anything. I'm going to roll your stamina first to stay conscious. Uh, you do, I believe you have a plus one from Iron Stamina, though. I don't need it. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Yep, you stay up. He is looking, well, as I said, like, he looks at Toothloose. His his eyes are a little unfocused. Yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm also going to go in for a combination attack. Okay. Uh, his, yeah, doesn't have defense, except for the- So it's minus has... one on both of them? Yes. Okay, I'm uh, going to spend willpower for one of those. He has dots in something that give him plus one arm roll versus bashing in lethal attacks. No, I meant- I meant f- does combination attack have a minus one? Uh, on the second one. Okay, I'm actually going to save the willpower for the second attack then. Okay. So my first attack is just eight dice, woe is me. There's a chance you uh, knock him out. If you roll really well, there's a chance you knock him out with this first one. The first one is three. Okay, so you do two. Uh, you yeah. you knock him in the stomach again. You don't hear a... He, like, coughs like he lo- gets the wind knocked out of him. Okay. And then the second one. Uh, so it's a minus two, but you spent a will power, so you're rolling with a plus one. Oh, that reroll didn't come up with anything. That's six on the second one. Okay. He is just barely hanging on. <laughs> he, yes! he spits a tooth out. You see, you hit him in the head again. He's bleeding from his forehead. I'm guessing you are bruised and tired. Yeah. Um, he feels like panting. Instead of doing a two, he's going to, because he thinks, I think he knows he's on his last legs. Uh, he's going to do an all-out attack and spend a willpower. Of course he I'm is. not giving him a lot of willpower, but this is, like, his one willpower for this fight. Yeah. Uh, so three from all-out attack and three from punch from, uh, willpower. Reroll that ten. I think you're- I think you're still conscious. Yeah. What are you at right now? I was at nine bashing. Okay. I had taken no lethal. Cool. Whatsoever. You take five more bashing. Which okay, so that brings me up to five lethal. Yeah. Um, uh, he comes. Yeah, that makes sense. You see, he like essentially like you don't you expect a punch. You see, he just tackles you in the stomach with his shoulder, throwing yeah. you against the wall of this pit, and your head kind of cracks against the back, uh, and you feel him around your waist, and then you feel his grip kind of weaken as you feel his arm him just kind of slide down the front of your body. Incredible. As he hits the ground. Uh, he fit, he, he got a seven and two ones on yeah. his to stay conscious. And to be fair, he had one box left. If you had done any damage to him, he would have been full lethal. Yeah. Yeah. You are panting and bruised. And I think you probably, your nose is bleeding. Yeah. And you just see him as a heap on the ground. Yeah. I think feel like runs, runs some hands through his hair. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say, because I was doing the half damage thing, all that lethal damage you have. Mm-hmm. is converted back to bashing. Okay. So you're actually... So I have, I'm actually at five bashing instead of five lethal. Uh, no, you still keep your other bashing. 
Okay, so that uh, would but instead of being take me instead of at being five lethal, four bashing, you're just at nine bashing. I see. Okay. Uh, because again, the this the lethal I'm counting more as just like a way to demonstrate who gets knocked out. Uh, there yeah. again, these aren't actually even with your fists; these aren't killing blows. Gotcha. Uh, you do see Alistair's from above say the winner is the challenger. Uh, roll me stamina. Okay. Shouldn't be too hard. Two successes. Okay, you stay conscious at the end of that. Uh, to climb out of the, uh, I'll say. Yeah, I'll absolutely. You start climbing climb out, out put... and as you do, you see um, you actually see the cut on Alfred's forehead just kind of seal up, and you see yeah. some of the bruises on his body start to already start disappearing from their like blackened state. Uh, as his eyes flutter open, he kind of sits up and goes, "Fuck, damn." <laughs> Uh, he guy sits up in the stand, kind of brushing the sand off of him. He's also converted back to bashing, which werewolves here every seven minutes, but he's actually going to spend a couple points of essence to heal up, uh, like, for half his levels of bashing. Uh, so he's still hurt, but he spends two essence over two rounds to heal up for bashing. He kind of cr- climbs out after you and goes... I did not see that coming. I mean, I knew you might win. I didn't see it coming that quick. You are fucking out the gate with that shit. <laughs> uh, Theo's gonna go like, hey man, great fight. And he's gonna go in for like, you know, like the, the bro grab. Uh, like he, the... Yeah, he grabs it. <laughs> yeah. He he absolutely returns it. Uh, you see Alistair comes up. It was quite um an interesting fight, it seems. Both contestants, and he kind of looks at Alfred, who looks like a sheepfish. Decided to go more for quick win brute force than training or finesse, per se. I'm the strategic one. He kind of nods at you. You can tell he's more directed disappointment at Alfred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for kind of uh. fighting just as uh, brutally as Theo. Yeah. Uh, not really strategizing. Well, he looks at him and says, But you have won. You have clearly proven your ability in combat if you could hold yourself uh, so well against one of our stronger fighters. We would be happy to give you a small pack of three members to help in your journey to get rid of the nuisance that is the club scene. Thank you. One of the members will be Alfred. Alfred goes... Feel like smiles at him. (laughs) He kind of, he kind of grins back at you. Uh, uh, Alistair goes, Alfred, you're dismissed. You may go clean yourself up. He goes, yes, sir. He walk as he walks behind Alfred. He kind of gives, uh, Theo. He kind of gives you a thumbs up. Yeah, incredible. Now, would you like to clean up, or if not, you two may head out. I believe we've come to a good agreement. Thank you very much, sir. Level patch him up decently. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, you guys get out. Uh, you're led back out by the gentleman who led you down here. Uh, Theo, I'm gonna say that. Uh, you don't have to keep rolling stamina every round. Uh, you're you're conscious enough. Uh, you guys probably get to one of your cars. Yeah, Lav, you can take out a little med kit. You can mm-hmm. uh, use some wipes and some disinfectant just to wipe up any cuts Theo has. Get all the sand and dirt out of them. Uh, Theo, while you're getting cleaned up, 15 minutes past, you heal one of your bashing damage. You're no longer oh, awesome. at risk of falling unconscious randomly. Lovely. Uh, do you guys talk at all while Lav patches Theo up? Um, I think we're just gonna, like, plan for the last one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have a meeting, uh, that evening. 
with uh, Tally Marks. Wonderful. The leader of nice. the Lost and Found Den. Uh, the Lost and Found Den, as you know, is a lot less centralized than the other werewolf dens. Like, modern Marvels, like, they all work for Davidson Inc. The, uh, the Deep Wolves have that, like, underground complex almost where they are. Um, as far as you know, the Lost and Found don't have, like, a central place. They are just kind of a loose connection of different packs. Uh, and even then, mainly just a loose connection of different, uh, wolf-blooded and supernaturals related to werewolves and spirits that just kind of crisscross across the city. Uh, instead of, like, a common safe house, they are much more like a spider web that goes mm-hmm. across the city. Going from shelter, different homeless shelters to education, adult educational places, community centers, uh, just abandoned places that squatters know to beg or to where they can get a warm place to sleep. So because of that, uh, your guys' meeting is just with tally marks, their unofficial leader. Uh, I'll just give this. I'm kind of giving you this information, too, because I just assume Lav has been spending weeks researching all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, at this point, I think it's fair to say. You know that Tally has, unlike Alison Lupin or Miko Davidson, he doesn't actually have, like, any real power, either spiritually or mundanely. You know he is just super well-respected in this city, uh, Mm -hmm. mainly among the lost and found and those werewolves, but you also know he is just really respected among the other werewolves in the city and just among the general, like, population of you know the lower work uh the lower working class or people who are really down on their luck and are currently unhomed he is just like a figure that carries a lot of the soft power because everyone respects him and knows he'll help them if they come to him with need most of the time mm-hmm. so yeah uh but you know if you want the lost and found den to help because they are still a den even if it's mainly by name he's the one you should go to okay. if you get if you get him to put in the word out for you, people are going to come and help. Nice. Cool. So you guys get ready. Do you guys change out of your nicer clothes? Yeah, yeah. we change it to our normal shit. Yeah. I assume, Fio, do you guys go home and try to take a quick shower? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll say you have enough weird. time. I'll give I'll give Kiz a, a bath, too. Amazing. Kismet will say, hey, 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 Lavender. Yeah, Kiz? Did I get weird looks? Yeah, I think it's because you're path omen. Hmm. Okay. They're not used to that shit. Okay. He does not seem concerned with that at all. Cute as fuck. Feel you take baby a... special boy. Uh, Feel you take a quick shower. Uh, and you guys head out again to uh meet with Tally Marks on a street corner. You know he usually plays and busks at. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fio, uh, on the way there, uh, you heal two more bashing. Oh, nice. Because uh, nice. you do technically heal bashing every 15 minutes. Uh, you are going to be sore. You are going to be sore and bruised tomorrow. But you, For sure. You don't think you go have any permanent scars or anything like that? Partially because you guys went with no weapons. Cool. So you guys start heading to the corner Tally's usually at. You see the sun is setting in the sky as you start to approach. Uh, And before you actually see Tally, you hear him. You hear the sound of his harmonica letting out this long blues riffs. Every note starts to fill you with this emotion. You feel the sadness and the pain 
that's carried with every note of the blues. But in it, there's almost this kind of acceptance, or at least an understanding, of the pain and the sadness. It's very much like things might be rough and dark right now, but the fact you know that they are, and you know where that pain is coming from, gives your emotions a solidity to them, and almost a concreteness that in itself carries a type of comfort with it. And you hear this music and it feel, you're feeling all these emotions as you turn the corner and you start to approach Tally. Uh, you see him sitting on an old beat up, almost milk crate, playing his harmonica. He's a lean man, probably in his late 50s. He's wearing a clean, but old and slightly raggedy, long white sleeved shirt. Uh, the type that's free of stains, but you can tell it's just wearing a bit thin and getting a little frayed on the ends. Uh, laying on the ground next to him, uh, eyes closed, you see his dog, Audie. He's this odd-eyed, husky-slash-German-shepherd-mutt mix. Uh, and as you guys approach, you see Audie opens his eyes and kind of looks at you. He kind of tilts his head slightly. Uh, Lav? I was just gonna say that Lav has, like, this giant box of, like, individually wrapped cookies with, like, I think, like, I'll mark down money if I have to. I'm happy to do this. But with, like, there's, like, individual packages that have, like, a cookie, a pair of socks, a toothbrush, and some uh, toothpaste. And she also okay. has a little jar of uh, dog treats. And she has, like, a bunch of them. How many bundles do you have, would you say? I'll well, say, how much I'll, money I'll do I have this. right now? Uh, I will say it's about how good a pair of socks are they? Like, a decent pair, not, like you know, a really expensive pair, but, like, you know, the type you get in packs. Okay. Probably okay. went to I'll Walmart. Say yeah, I'll say it's $10 per packet, and you can choose how many you have. I, I like that you've set up Lav as this character who plans so much that at this point, three seasons later, you can just say Lav has these, like, semi-complex things, and I'm just like, yeah, she, she has would. 120 She has $120. I'm spending all my left. money. No, she has 120 okay. she made. I'm spending all my money. Oh, she has 120? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you carrying the box or is Fio carrying the box? I'll She's... carry the box. Yeah, yeah this, Fio's carrying the box. This might be two boxes. I think Fio has two large boxes he's carrying. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, as you approach uh, and Audie looks up at you, Tally just seems to notice you and he looks up and he finishes his riff uh, and smiles at you guys. Hey, uh, I'm glad you guys came. Hey, so we were assuming that since hey, your network is so big, you'd probably know best how to distribute these. Oh, well, that's a lot. And all very I also brought things. Audie some treats. I'm sure he'll enjoy that. Uh, may I give him one? Sure. Uh, you look down and you see Audie's kind of giving this uh, lazy dog smile to uh, Kismet. Um, don't worry, Kiz, you can be friendly. I know, I know technically you're at work, but I'll give you, I'll give you an hour off. How about that? Okay. Uh, he walks up and he instantly starts sniffing around Audie. Kind of lets out this big dog yawn. She, like, takes off the the working dog, like, thing. Like, please don't touch, I'm working. She, like, takes off uh, that, what is it called? Sticky thingy? But it sticks on the Velcro? A Velcro strap thing? Oh, like uh, yeah, the little Velcro thing that's The Velcro service. label. You put she, on like, the vest? She, like, just takes that off and puts it in one of the pockets on his vest. And mm -hmm. gives both of them a treat. Uh, you see, Audie happily takes it. Uh, you see, they start sniffing around each other. 
uh, kind of greeting each other as dogs do. Mm-hmm. You see Audie, uh, sorry, not Audie. You see Tally kind of looks through the box and goes, yeah, all this stuff looks really useful. All pre-packaged, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to bring the cookies, but then I realized, you know, that's not really useful. So then I thought, well, might as well do some useful stuff. And I had a little money saved up. So I thought, you know, this might as well be something I can do that's nice for y'all. Well, that's Since all. Since we're going to be working together. Yeah, it's very, I, like I'll say, I really appreciate it. I know people will. The cookies are a good chance. People tend to need a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of sweets, something for in their day. And everyone can use a pair of socks and more toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Very uh, good choices. Thank I'm impressed. You. Starting Pretty off good at this, organizing. Uh, starting off this uh, meeting, he kind of does air quotes around meeting. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you want to grab lunch? Uh, it's in the, like, sundown. Yeah. Dinner? He goes, I think I'm good for now, but I appreciate the offer. Do you want to talk to me about uh, the club scene, correct? Yes. She hands Tally the folder. Okay. Uh, it's like, a, this one it. isn't like super expensive fancy. It's like heavy duty, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, he kind of flips through it. He seems to close it pretty quickly. Like, either he already knows what's in it, or... He gets the idea. He's like, gets the idea. Uh, he puts in this uh, folding cart that's behind him. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta say, I can't promise that anyone will come to your aid. Uh, I'm not in charge of anyone. I just mm-hmm. tell them uh, that you're looking for them, and I put a good word in for you. She hands mm-hmm. him like her stack, like a stack of of like business cards that have like a phone number. It's her. It's it's uh. It just like these are like simple like cheap print ones. That she mm-hmm. got for like supernatural stuff. Uh, it says "lav" on them, and then it has her her uh, hunting phone number, what do you which mean is just hunting? her phone number. It's okay, because 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 yeah. I didn't say you prepackaged all this stuff. You've never brought yeah. up her having a second phone, so no, it's just her phone number. She's like, I okay. gotta get a different one. He's like, and uh, would you like me to just hand these out to anyone or? Uh, anyone you can verify is decent. Okay. Can't make promises and won't find its way, you know, into other people's hands, but... If you trust them, you can hand them over. Anybody can have the bags. But for my card, if you trust them, you can hand it to them. Kind of nods. I'll do my best. No promises. You know, mm-hmm. things get lost all the time, but I'll do my best. I can send out the word, all you'd like, but... I'm afraid I'm going to need a couple requests if you want me to put my name behind it. Sure. You must yeah, sure. understand. I got to verify. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, yeah. he, he kind of stands up and stretches. Well, I got two things going on tonight that uh, I could use some help with. What type of help? Well, some people I know could use some help with it. Sure. Uh, the first one being there's a community center in this neighborhood. They run classes at night for low-income adults. Uh, and they're short a few volunteers to take care of the kids while their parents are in the classes. Babysitting! Oh, cool. Yeah, I can do that. Do you have a couple friends you could bring as well? Yeah, I think... I don't know how many of the charmers people. would be good at this, but I'm good at it. I'll call in John. Well, I need a second thing done tonight as well. Mm-hmm. There's a shelter nearby that needs some people to pick up some things for them. So hoping one of you and some friends could do, uh, take care of the kiddos, and the other one could go and collect some things for the shelter. Won't have to spend your own money on it. I'll provide the money. They just need someone to go shopping for them. Fio, would you rather take care of kids or go shopping? Because I would rather take care of children. 
but I know you're good no, at either, it. I'd, I'd rather the children. Okay. I'd rather okay, the I'll children. I'll go shopping. I'll go shopping. <laughs> he kind of smiles at you guys. Well, if you'd like to uh, head with me real quick, I go and make a quick stop, and then I can give you, send you both on your way. Sure. I uh, see he picks up his uh, chair, puts in this like rolling uh, cart. Not like a shopping cart, one of the smaller ones that fold up. Chair, I say, it's like a milk crate. He whistles to Audie, who kind of comes to attention and walks up and uh, stands next to Tally. I do like uh, your dog quite a bit. Half omen, correct? Yeah, his mom was an omen. Omens are good. They uh, help warn people of worse things to come. Yep, he makes a fantastic service dog. And dogs are, well, they're almost always good. Should, uh... Bad dogs only come from bad owners. He nods. Should, uh, keep an eye on that treat jar, though. It looks to be half empty. Oh, this is for your dog. Uh, you look down. You only gave them one out of each. It's, like, Mm -hmm. half empty. Your treat jar. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He's voracious. Oh, he takes the opportunities when they come, whether they're guests or not. He kind of looks scoldingly at... Audie, who kind of dips his head down, and the ears kind of go flat. Anyway, you two can come with me real quick. I gotta run this errand. Uh, you guys walk with them uh, for a few blocks. Uh, do you guys say, talk about anything specific on the way there? I can't think of anything specific, but I think, you know, Theo makes, you know, small talk. chit-chat. Yeah. Just small talk. Lav, like, I think she's gonna ask about, like, does he know any victims of the club? She talks about her her uh, her forums. Mm-hmm. I can't say I know for sure any victims specifically of the club. I know plenty of victims of other supernatural crimes, but I can't say the club specifically. But I'll make sure uh, to give that Survivors Network thing to anyone who I think might need it. Can't promise they all have internet access, but it might be a good thing for them when they get, you know, at a computer in the library. Well, sometimes therapy is also really expensive, and you may have housing stability, but you don't have financial ability to pay for medication and stuff like that. He nods. He he kind of looks at you impressed, like you've done your research, or at least you know what you're talking about. She, yeah, she's done her research. Yeah. Um, she guys... she grew up comfortably middle class. Uh, you guys pull up to uh, a small bank, actually. Uh, you see Tally goes inside, uh, and he goes up to uh the teller who's this young woman fine uh he goes up uh and she goes oh tally you're back how can i help you he goes over say hi there kate um i was wondering you could do the usual for me i got a lot of small coins and small bills i could really use them turned into you know something a little easier to carry around kate kind of looks to the left and looks right he goes well you're technically supposed to have an account here but i'll do it for you you know like always he goes uh, that's very kind of you every time. I appreciate it. Uh, and you see he puts this giant sack of coins mm-hmm. on the counter, along with, like, a smaller bag you see is full of, like, crumpled one and five dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see this woman, Kate, she kind of goes in the back, try to a coin counting machine or something. He goes wait for a few minutes, and, uh, a few minutes later she comes back and goes, Okay, so, all that came out to two hundred dollars... Well, two hundred and twenty-two dollars and seventy-three cents. Uh, and she see you see she hands tally two hundred-dollar bills, two tens, two ones, and some change. He goes, "Thank you as always. You know, really makes my life this old back a little easier." She goes, "Of course, anytime." Uh, and you see tally kind of comes out, walks out of the bank with you guys. Uh, and he turns to laugh, 
Uh, and he pulls out $200 from the mm-hmm. money you just got and hands it to you, Lav. Mm-hmm. This should be enough to cover uh, the list they'll give you at the shelter. Sounds good. Uh, go there and ask for uh, Martha. Uh, he Sounds turns, good. He turns to Theo and goes, you and uh, anyone you bring, uh, you want to go and uh, look for Roger at the center. He's the one who usually takes care of the kiddos while the parents are taking the classes. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and you guys go on your ways, I'm guessing. Yeah. is going to call Robbie in for help. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, which which you guys want to go first? Would you mind if I go first? Not at all. Uh, so you call Robbie and goes, Hey, Lav, what's up? I need your help. I'm going to go shopping and I need your help. Uh, sure, I guess. Uh, meet me at Fio the shelter. Is Fio in that? Oh, uh, okay. So this isn't just because Fio's eating a whole lot of food and you need me to carry groceries. No, no. And it's also not like that time where I had you come with me to Walmart to get all those things for the donation. Ah, uh, okay. All right, uh, yeah, I got nothing going on. Uh, Robbie will go, and, uh, you get to the shelter. Um, Robbie isn't there yet, but you see someone mm-hmm. at the front desk, this little front entrance area. Who am I looking for again? Megan? Martha? M- Martha. You got it. Martha. Okay. So I'm Hi, gonna how be- can I help you? Hi, uh, my name is Lav, and I'm here for Martha. Hmm. Okay, uh, did someone send you? Tally? Oh, of course, of course. I'm sorry. Shouldn't have even had to ask. Uh, let me go get her for you. Uh, and the one at the front desk goes off uh, and comes back with this. Uh, uh, she looks to be in her like mid sixties, like tally, uh, darker skinned woman. She has uh, tight curls that are pulled back into a very sensible bun. Uh, she's wearing very like comfortable but professional looking clothing. Uh, she comes goes. Hi, my name is Martha. Uh, tally sent you. Yeah, you said. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, you must be here to pick up the supplies we need. Thank yep. you so much for your help. Thank you so much for your help. You know, I would go myself. I have a lot of work going on. You know, a lot of paperwork, grant writing, stuff like that. No worries. I totally understand. Okay. Well, here's a list of what we need. Uh, and please stick to the list. Yes, of course. Thank you. Uh, and come back here and I'll let Tally know next time he's by when you come back. Sounds good. Perfect. I'm sorry. I didn't get your name. What's your name? Lavender. Hi, I'm Martha. Nice to, nice to meet you officially. Hand. Yes, nice to meet you too. Thank you again for your help. Don't worry, any friend of Tally's is a friend of mine. So right about then you see a car pull up outside the shelter, and you see Robbie gets out of it. Does the car then drive away? No, he gets out of the driver's seat. When did you get a car? Devastating. Oh, this? Uh, Mr. Maddox letting me borrow it for a bit. When did you get a license? Lav, I've had a license for a while. I got one, like, last year. And you let me drive you all around Massachusetts looking for the best best price for turtle food? Lav, just because I have a license doesn't mean I have a car. (laughs) All right, let's go. Uh, What do we need to grab? Hey, we found a wicked good price on that turtle food. Uh, You go. uh, Do you get in the car with Robbie? Yeah. Uh, it's a Prius. Oh my god, it's so cute. It's like a it's modern fairly car. nice too. Son of a yeah. bitch. What do we need to get? Uh, you look on the list. Um, it has uh very specific amounts of each of these things, but you see mm-hmm. something you expect. Uh, it's actually a, a, some things that you brought people. Uh, oh, nice. you see you see some shoes with sizes and specific brands. Uh, you see blankets, specific like types. Uh, you see, list is just general toothbrushes for mm-hmm. some of them. 
Uh, you also see some pairs of socks on there. She's going to go to Sam's Club. Along with you also see uh, a few things. You see a few uh, like specific stuffed animals on it mm-hmm. and some candy Okay, on the list as well. All right, Lav, why are we uh, buying stuff? It's for a shelter. All right. Consider this volunteer work. All right, did you just decide to go to this random shelter? No, we're getting help from a guy named Tally who's in with the werewolves of the city. Ah, ah, cool. Spooky, spooky stuff. Not cool. spooky, not spooky, just supernatural. I, I mean, what's the difference? There is not. Shut up. He's right on the money. He's not. Yes, he is. Well, do you think it's John's spooky? spooky? Hey, when he turns into a big old dog, yeah. I don't think that's spooky. Or when he pulls out those little, like, trinkets. No, that's fair. We had to out those little trinkets that look like they move on their own. Huh. Still don't think that's spooky. Yeah, the whole seeing a person turn into a dog, that'd be pretty spooky for a normal ass person. I mean, I mean Lav isn't a normal ass person. <laughs> he goes, I mean, Lav, we, we agree, disagree. I guess we'll have to. He goes, uh, you guys, you drive to, yeah, like a big box store or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go in, roll me wits plus investigation. To find all the items as quick and, I assume, Lav is trying to find them as cheap as possible. Very much so. Cheap but still good quality. Yes. I don't have any points in investigation. Mm. Well, then it's I'm going to a... use a willpower. Okay. Well, that cancels out the minus three you would have. Uh, I, will I say, got I... two oh, successes. I... Oh, thank God. <laughs> I will also say, uh, I was going to give you a plus two from your resources. Okay. Merit. Not because you're spending your own money per se, but just to kind of represent the fact that Lav has those resources because she does scrimp and save, as we've seen many times. Well, I got two successes. Okay. Uh, So you guys get to- Oh, wait. Do I roll two more die? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'll roll those two extra. Sorry. That's what plus two is, Ruby. Well, that is- um... I'm just going to- Three successes. Awesome. Uh, so you guys do pretty good. You and Robbie split up each with half the list. Uh, you make it. You. you I'm she, guessing she's so. like, stay on the list. All right. All right. I won't. Please. I'm not going to use this like shelter's money to buy stuff that I want. Uh, not anything. that. That. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like they want specific things, so we're going to get them what they specifically want. All right. Anything I pick up extra, I'll pay with my own money. Don't worry. She nods. Uh, I need to figure out what Robbie buys, because <laughs> you did bring Robbie, of all people. He's my right-hand man! No, but you brought Robbie to a story. Of course you can buy like, some <laughs> weird stuff. Cool. Uh, we're actually going to cut over while you guys are shopping over to Fio. Mm-hmm. Fio, uh, who do you call to come help? Um, okay. I want somebody that's responsible, so I'm going to bring Jose. Okay. Jose, I'll say Jose's free. Maybe Kuniko? Sure, if you want. I think Blacktooth would be freaked out by so many children. He might be a little overwhelmed. Now, if they were all ghost children, that's oh, no, story. that's so that dark. Makes it better? That makes it better, Jacob? Dead children. Kids that died. <laughs> Dead children makes it better. That, that, would, that would make the situation just Dead so children. For, for, for Blacktooth, probably. Children who would died. Feel, probably would be able to handle it better. Oh. Um, I hate you so much, God. Jacob. Uh, You're a sad man. You know that. <laughs> uh, sad, I I feel man. like I feel like it's real hypocritical for Ruby 
of you of all people to be coming at me for morbid humor. Um, no, no, no. I'm not coming at you for morbid humor. I'm coming at you for being a sad man. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sad. Sure, that's what's going on. Here. Sure. Sad. All right. Sad. I'm very tired. Uh, I think just. I mean, how many people does it seem like I'll need? Uh, probably just a couple. I mean, I will say I the more Jose people, Kunico, the okay. more people, the easier is kind of the thing. I'll just tell you that. I think just those two should okay do it. Um, I can't think of anybody else that actively won't make the situation worse. <laughs> you don't think Danny Dan would be able to relate to the children a whole lot? Oh my god, no, they are that's, just that's children. I, yeah, that's why they'd be able to relate. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of a situation... Where it's like it's like that. I think I've told you this story before with my dad when he was taking care of my cousins. Mm. They and they went to an ice cream shop and they were like, "Hey, can we can we pour sugar on our ice cream?" And he went, "Sure, go ahead. You're not my kids." That is the yeah, worst like... thing I've ever heard. And I'm I'm. Why would he do that? He's supposed to... <laughs> he's su... he's supposed to be taking care of them, not killing them. Yeah, <laughs> Gail. He came to regret that decision. Of course he came to regret that decision. It's goddamn sugar! Kilp, Kilp, I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd definitely be like that. Um, you should just call Julian in. They can use him as a jungle gym. They could use him as a jungle gym. I'm I don't kidding. know if I have How would you convince Julian? Julian that's yeah. also true. Yeah. I don't think you got any of you guys have his number. Yeah. Could show I up might to have his, his house. Number, but I don't think... Yeah, of course. No, uh, that's what he, uh, Julian loves it when you show up to his house unannounced. Um, Jose and Kunico totally work. Um, yeah, I'm gonna bring them. I'm trying to think of anybody else we know. I think just those two. Yeah, honestly. honestly. Well, call in Bubby Rosie. Bubby would, would love come? it, but I that'd can, be a I lot of try. work. It would be a little I, much to ask of her. I'll ask her if she's down for it. Uh, okay. If you she call wants Bubby, to, you call Bubby yeah. Rosie. I do call Bubby Rosie. What, how you doing? Oh, oh. Are you hey, eating Bubby. enough? Oh, sometimes too much. No, I don't think that's possible. A growing boy like you? Thank you. You know, that's what I've been saying. But Lav over here is like, wow. Um, I mean, Bubba anyway, thinks Lav should be eating way more. Um, This is a... We're at... Where is this located? This is a... Uh, a community center. Yeah, com- that's what I thought. Um, Just wanted to double check. Uh, Theo's going to say... Um, hey, Bubby, this is a bit of a weird request, but I'm... Or not a request, but... Yeah, it's kind of a request. Uh, I'm uh, taking care of some kids at a community center. I'll be there right one... away. Okay, thank you, Bubby. That's very generous of you. You don't need to come, but if you want to come. It's been so long since I've gotten to hang out with little some kiddos. You know, I they, they're always such good listeners. Some Mishka. It's just mice in Russian. <laughs> oh, I can bring uh, some of my old storybooks. My son used to read all the time. Oh, it'll be perfect. Wonderful. Sounds lovely. So goddamn precious. Oh, are you inviting any of your other friends there? Yeah, I'm inviting uh, Kuniko. You know her. I'll, pro- um, I'll go right upstairs and offer her a ride over. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and uh, the other one is my friend Jose. You might have seen him around a couple times. The chosen times. one? <laughs> Yeah. Ah, you mean that young chosen one everyone's talking <laughs> yeah. about? Back oh my in my God. day, I knew like three chosen ones. Back in my day, there were so many chosen ones, you couldn't even keep track. 
Back in my day, chosen ones had to work for instead of magical cat just telling them they're the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> we are literally the worst. We are absolutely oh. the worst. Uh, so you, you... I've ruined Jose. <laughs> you call Jose. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? Hey, I need your help because you're hmm? one of the more responsible people I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> Feel like... There's just, there's so much that goes through Theo's mind. Before he just... Well, I I mean, I'd hope you'd be responsible. You are the chosen one after all. But he just, he's like, he's like, he's like, no, I don't want Jose to hang up. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Can I, can I just say though, I also recently saw the word duckling and I thought, oh, right. And the chicken version is a chickling. Yeah. Yeah, Ruby? Yeah. My brain's falling apart. Chickling. Yeah, I know. Chickling. Uh, he says, "I needed your. Uh, I could use your help with something. I'm. It's part of a whole hunting deal. It really doesn't matter why I'm doing it. Uh, I'm. T- I'm helping take care of a bunch of kids at a community center. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna need you roll me manipulation plus persuasion. <laughs> Does stunning looks? No, not with Jose. Ah, yeah, you can't seduce the asexual." Danny or Diana, I'd get it in an instant. You could. I mean, yeah. you would still get but it. But you don't want Danny and Diana to be there. It's true. That's I a really mistake. Don't. That's such a... It's manipulation plus persuasion? Yeah. Curse you. I'm not the one who made your stats. Damn you, Jacob. Oh, that's okay. Let's see. Just gotta reroll that ten. Yes, three successes. Uh, I, I guess. Seems like for a good cause. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. Look, I'll... I don't... I, I don't... <laughs> I don't need you to be fun. I just need you to make sure they're safe. I that I can probably do. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, you arrive to the community center. You find Roger, uh, the guy there. He he shows you to the kids' room. Uh, right now there are about five kids there. Oh, lovely. Uh, a couple of them, and you see, there's like some toys there. There's a little like plastic like kitchen set there, uh, and then there's a big rug with like. He bought in this little teeny bookshelf with like children's books on it. Perfect. Am I arriving? Is this? Do I have everybody here? Or uh, you arrive first. Oh, lovely. I'm gonna go on in, introduce myself, just be like, "Hey, kids, I'm Theo. I'm I'm helping out here today." They they they. A couple of them just seem to ignore you. Yeah, of course, <laughs> as to be expected. Got one of them runs up to you and just kind of goes, "I'm a cat." Yes. Oh, are Fuck you? Fuck yeah! Rock your life, little dude! She she nods. Well, uh, <laughs> Fucking says, love children. What kind of cat? A white one. Oh, cool. She so, nods. like, you could hide in snow really well. I could hide in snow really well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck, Jacob. My favorite story of any of the kids I've taken care of has to be the time where the 18-month-old I was taking care of decided she really 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 wanted to wear my jacket and so i put it on her and she kept trying to take it off and put it back on but the collar flipped up so it looked like there was this teeny little vampire walking around the living room that are the times she told me very happily fuck you but i don't think she knew what she was saying she definitely knew she was dressing up in a coat she just didn't know she looked like a teeny vampire so cute yeah of course i'm gonna go hide in snow uh, Theo's going to say, um, uh, is she looking to, like, leave? 
the room. Uh, you don't know. She's kind of looking at you. Yeah. Pretend um, snow. Well, you know, you know where would be a pretty good hiding spot. Where? He's gonna like look over to a spot in the room that looks like you know like a decent hiding spot yeah. where, where he could still find her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just. Goes, I'll say there's a the little right. like low table. Yeah, he goes right over there. I bet a lot of people wouldn't be able to find you there. Uh, roll me, uh, roll me manipulation plus presence. Or, sorry, plus... Uh, persuasion. Persuasion. And I have the children's yep. specialty. Absolutely applies. <laughs> That's four successes. Yes. Okay. Don't tell anyone I'm there. It'll be our secret. She kind of nods at you and goes, and then runs off. I love children. Theo nods and just... Theo nods and just quietly says to himself, meow. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, They're I so fucking cute. I think it's right around then that Jose shows up. Oh, incredible. The one who's the, the least good yep. <laughs> Listen, I can't make it too easy on you. Why is there yeah. a child hiding under a I table? gotta wait for my real backup. <laughs> uh, and with him, about three more kids are dropped off. Oh, incredible. Fia's gonna say, okay, Jose? Yeah. Your job is to make sure the kids do not leave this room unless okay. they have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Oh, shit. You see him. He runs to the door, closes <laughs> as a kid's about to leave. Yeah. He's like, just be nice. If there's a problem, come, like, make sure to get me. Just send me a text. I'll have my phone in my hand or, like, where I can see it. Mm-hmm. Don't leave. Don't leave that door. <laughs> okay. I'll be on door duty. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Feel You feel a tugging at your sleeve. He's gonna look down. He has a sleeve. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course he has a sleeve. Well, it's it's like a corduroy jacket. Shirt? I guess it's true. It's on his jacket. Yeah, for his jacket. Yeah. yeah. It's still, it's like May. Still, still cool enough. Uh, you see, you see, this little boy looks up at you. Why are you pink? Because I choose. Because I. Because I like it. But that's a girl's <laughs> color. Th- who says that? Uh. <laughs> Just on that, roll me manipulation <laughs> plus persuasion again. I, I fucking love that shit. That's uh, three successes. His eyes go wide, like dinner plates. <laughs> I don't know. Feel gives him a look like, there you go. <laughs> like I'm going to play house. Go right ahead. Uh, he runs over to this box of like dolls and starts pulling out dolls. That's right. One less kid that's going to grow up leaving the gender binary. <laughs> gender <Yes>. isn't <laughs> real, and neither am I. <laughs> you look over, you see Jose, like, corralling, like, three kids away from the door. Uh, like, three of them have figured out he's trying to keep them away from the door, and so they have made it their goal to get out the their door. goddamn mission. Awesome. Um, Wonderful. Uh, I Roll me a general presence plus expression. To kind of keep everything calm, keep an eye on things. Okay. Presence plus expression. Awesome. It's a type five successes. Okay. Uh, you 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 get them away from the door. You keep everyone. You see some kid. You keep them to each of their playing areas. You see some kids playing with the stove, the toy like plastic stove. You see the cat still hiding under the table. <laughs> of course. Uh, you see that one boy playing with dolls, and right about then, your other backup arrives. You see. You see, uh, Bobby Rosie has her arm, like, wrapped around Kunako's arm. Oh my oh, god, no. Bobby! Right. You see, this is why I'm I've saying... I've never wanted a character to be more always real, Always get with the girl who can cook. Uh, that's what, that's Bubby, how you know that me... Bobby, you bisexual icon. 
You know, that's how you know that Mia girl of yours is a keeper. <laughs> and Kunika's just like, of course, Bubby, of course. <laughs> you do see uh, Kunika's carrying a giant bag on her other arm. Oh, thank you, darling. You're so strong. You know, I can't, I can't carry stuff like that anymore. Not like I used to. And, you know, since my, you know, my last husband, I don't have any big, strong people to carry it. So I really appreciate you. Theo, you look gorgeous as always. Oh, thanks, Bubby. Uh, she, she, she gestures for you to lean down so she can kiss your cheek. Oh, I absolutely will. Yeah, she kisses your cheek. Oh, and you must be Jose. Oh, you must be part of, you know, these two's little group. I can tell by the color scheme. <laughs> He goes, yes, I am. Uh, my name's Jose. You can call me Bobby. Now, where are these little munchkins? Yeah, Fia's gonna, like, point out just all of them. He's like, yeah, that one just um, learned to examine gender biases. That one is a cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. She nods, she nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. She goes, hey, you t- oi, you too? Get back here. You know you can't go out that door. And you see one of the kids trying to sneak out just kind of hangs his head and walks <laughs> in the room. It's just the authority. Ugh. Yes. Um, we're going to cut back to Lavender. Mm. Uh, you finished up shopping with Robbie. You guys have met back up. You guys go through the checkout. Uh, you've gone everything on the list and you have about $30 left over. Okay. Uh, Robbie, you see, bu- is buying a bunch of random stuff. Weird choice. Weird choice. But uh, do you try to look at what it is? No, I'm just gonna pretend it's not happening. Perfect. Uh, okay, you guys, do you guys just pack up the car and head out with your stuff, or is okay. there something else you want to do? I think we, I think we do. Okay, perfect. You guys get back in this Prius. Did you know baby sharks are called pups? Nah, I didn't. Yeah, just a fun fact. Cool, cool. I'll, I'll have to keep that in mind. No. Robbie, you are not allowed to buy a shark. At lab, where the fuck would I keep a shark? I don't know. I assume you'd make a large stock tub in your backyard and put in a water heater and hope for the best. Did you know baby echidnas are named Puggles? Yes, I did. And you better not buy an echidna either. All right, well, let's get going then. <laughs> I don't even know if echidnas are, are legal. Massachusetts yeah, prob- has very strict animal laws. I mean, they probably are. Please uh, tell me you don't have an echidna had- hiding somewhere. No, I can't Lab, I'm fucking. I'm I'm fucking with you. I don't have okay, an echidna. Good. Okay. I I uh, I I would have loved it so much if he went like. I, I better hope they are. <laughs> like. <laughs> Lab, I learned my lesson with exotic animals with the chinchillas. That didn't make me any money. I just broke even on those. God, we love those stupid little babies. You give them names yet? Nope. <laughs> just what, just what, what do you call the them? Car. The chinchillas. Uh, all right then. Our sons. Uh huh. He'll drive you back to the shelter. Uh, you go back front desk and you call. Uh, Martha comes out to meet you again. Hi, Martha. We brought all the stuff and there was thirty dollars left over. Oh, perfect. Um, thank you for uh getting exactly on the list. You will you would be shocked how many people I give a list to. And then they look at that list and like, well, I bet this shoe would actually be better. Or like, oh, I heard these blankets are better. Or like, oh, why do they have this candy on there? Shouldn't they be buying something more practical? Candy releases endorphins. 
I mean, exactly. Shoes and are needed for specific things. Yeah, you're saying all the right things. Yeah, like or- like Lev's like I I know some people think they know better, but the truth is is that you, the person who's coordinating all this, probably knows best. And I I only know best because I go and I ask the people who stay here what they need. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for following along, and thank you too. Um, she says to Robbie, he goes, Ah, no problem. Uh, I will let tally marks know. Uh, what good job you guys did. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too, uh, Robbie O's. Oh, anyway, uh, hang on. I, I got a donation. Why oh not? Gosh. What did he get? What did he get? What did he get? He gives her $50. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> now, nah, that stuff's for me and some of my projects. Uh, do I want to look? No, nah, I think it's as a surprise. Oh, God. Wait, surprise for who? Uh, I mean, not actually a surprise. It's 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 some of the ideas I've been working on with Mr. Madoc. Okay. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to yeah, choose good. not to worry about it. I think that's a good plan, Lav. You you always worry too much. That, that, mm-hmm. Well, uh, tell me, tell me why I shouldn't. But, uh, yeah. I've, I've, why have I ever hurt myself or someone else? Alcoholic bombing for apples. Ah, they, we flushed those out of water. They were fine. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna bring that one up again. alcoholic bobbing for apples listen everyone no one was blinded or anything like that this time this time listen i know i have that crossed out right in here he pulls out his little journal yep yeah you do anyway uh we want want me to take you home uh yes please all right uh you guys get back in and drive off uh i mean i assume lav let fio take her car yeah that's what i think happened all right so we cut back to fio uh, Bubby Rose says, all right, everyone, gather around. It's story time. Uh, and I'm going to make a roll for her. Yeah. Does 20 to 10 seem high enough? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. Perfect number. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> no, no, no. She'll, she'll, she, she's going to be rolling the max. God, like 10 dice. Yeah, 10. Oh, yeah, you could probably have like a merit or something. No, I never thought that. Jesus Christ, Bubby. She rolled really well, even for the number of dice. She's, she got almost all successes and a 10, which she does have a specialty with children. And actually, she has specialty stories. Lovely. Uh, all kids gather around her immediately. Uh, she pulls out this storybook. Uh, she got 10 successes. Is it Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins? <laughs> Please. Please! <laughs> Ruby, how dare you? <laughs> of course it's Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins. What else would it be? After that, it's about the pan it's that the... makes never-ending latkes. That is a... It's the best you know, Now you're making me want latkes. And then it's the one about the tiny mouse who makes a suit for himself out of cloth. You mean... You mean the 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 one that's actually about a baby blanket, but a bunch of teeny little mice Yeah, I, are I, at the I bottom remember, of it? I, I remember the mice part more. I mean, honestly, I do too, but... <laughs> Uh, all the kids are around except for the one who's under the table. Is she still being a cat hiding in the snow? Yes. And kill, just rule me up with plus composure. Oh, I am watching that door like a hawk. <laughs> Let's see. That's five dice. Do I have any willpower left? Yeah, I'll spend one of my last willpowers. Five successes. You see, you see one child waiting by the door, kind of shifting side to side. I'll walk over. Hey, you doing okay? Yeah. He has to go potty. You want to go to the bathroom? He nods. Yeah, let me. I'll walk you out to the bathroom, okay? Yeah, you go. You I take like, him. I like. I I liked right. the waddle. Like you said, side to side. I was like, he has to pee. 
Yes. Uh, you go. You take care of that. Uh, you don't have to roll because you brought Bubby Rosie. And she got 10 yeah, successes. Yeah, she's fine. I love uh, Bubby. She goes. Eventually, the kids scatter. But they all know not to go without that door. Without her yeah. permission. Uh, at one point, you see she pulls out, like, snacks for all the kids. Oh, incredible. Just She has, like, Cheerios and Cheez-Its and stuff in, like, uh, Ziploc bags. Does she have cheese nips, Jacob? She does. That's actually that would be worse. Actually, cheese she has some cheese nibs are delicious. Shut your whore mouth. They're worse Cheez-Its. We Who all know are it. Are you? No, fuck off. <laughs> we cheese all nibs know are it. Great. Fuck off. You mean were great? You mean were great? Are? No, they don't. They don't exist anymore, Ruby. They don't. They went out of business because they couldn't compete with Cheez-Its. I miss Cheese nibs. Because they were just they were just knockoff Cheez-Its to, from the beginning. They're better Cheez-Its. I like the shape more. It's the same shape, no, basically. It's not. Except like they're smaller, if I remember correctly. See, smaller. That's great. Like smaller. <laughs> yeah, no, they they don't they don't ex- they they're so went disappointing. Out of business. They couldn't compete with cheeses. You've ruined and my good riddance, day. I say. You're good riddance. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Piece of shit. So, Theo, how are you and your boyfriend doing? Oh, we're doing great, puppy. Oh, it's great. Is he still working at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad I haven't seen him yet, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I haven't had a surprise visit at work, if you know what I mean. So, Jose, are you seeing anyone? Zay goes, oh, no, not at the time. Not right now. Oh, I'm sure you'll find someone someday. She goes, uh, mm-hmm. She's hip. She's hip, Jose. Just tell her. Uh, Have you... Uh, you know what? You two should invite your significant others over and we can have dinner at my place. I can cook you all a homemade meal. Mia can help me in the kitchen. Does uh does your uh does Sebastian know how to cook? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Short answer no. Well that's why me and Mia can take care of everything. <laughs> He's Maybe a cursed me invite Lavender and her boy over. The the boring white one. By the way, just so you know, uh, Sydney, one of my former husbands, and his husbands are gonna be coming over in a few weeks. Just so if you see a couple strange men in the apartment, don't worry about it. You couple got it, of Bubby. strange men in the apartment. I love Bubby. So Perfect. Much. Oh, did you get my invitation for Passover this year? I think I did. I know, I know it's a little in the future, but I'd like to plan ahead. Okay, yeah. I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can make it. Perfect. I already invited, uh, Robbie and his father. Mm. Robbie Sr. <laughs> yeah. You know Mr. Robbie? Yeah, Mr. Robbie. Mr. Robbie. Uh, uh, anyway, you, you guys have a lovely time after that. I yeah. think, unless there's any specific scenes you'd like to do with either Bubby or Jose or uh, Kunika or any of the kids. I think I'm good for now, but yeah, that, you know. Perfect. Theo just takes care of the kids. Uh, yeah, he, he goes. A couple of them start climbing him at one point. He makes sure that they're safe while they're climbing. Yeah, but he there is a dog pile on top of you at one point. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll. You're able to stand up with all of them hanging off you, though. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, and you eventually... the. Uh, the parents come by, uh, and they collect, uh, their children, uh, and you, eventually Roger came, comes by, he thanks you for such a good job, 
Uh, he's never heard this room so quiet. It really helped the classes next door. And nice. yeah, Ruby goes, uh, uh, do either of you guys need a ride anywhere? I think I'm good. All righty. Well, I was going to offer Kunako to give you a ride. She drove me here. I realized that, you know, it's nighttime and I can't drive at night anymore for some mm. reason. She rolls yeah. her eyes. Who could say, puppy? <laughs> but she absolutely just offered Kunako to drive people. Yeah. Uh, no, you guys head off. I'd say you guys head back to your uh, apartment that night and you plan to meet up with Tally the next day. Yeah. Uh, anything, any scenes you guys want to do before you go meet up with Tally again? No, not that I can think of. I can think of. Perfect. So you go by, and, uh, Tally's at the same corner, but he's not playing this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, he goes, hey, uh, I just wanted to thank you. I heard both of you guys did great. Yeah, no problem, man. Honestly, it was our pleasure. Yeah. Hey, if you ever need anybody to do something like that again, keep, keep me in mind. No, for sure. Uh, Next time the kids need babysitting, I want to go. Uh, I gotta be honest with you guys. Um, this, uh, this was a little bit of a test before I put my name behind asking other people in the city to help you too. Oh, I assumed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of people who are say they want help or say they want to do stuff I run into, but aren't willing to really put in the effort. And he gestures to Fio, referring to the children, or think they know better than the people who are in those situations. I heard you and Martha talked about that. Yeah. Mm. White savior bullshit gets shitty. He nods. He nods deeply. I think like all of them are nodding. So is Odd. So is so is a uh, not Audi. So, I mean, so is Audi, but so is I was Kismet. Yeah, so is Kiz. Even Fio's nodding. Fio's nodding. Yeah. But. I'm glad that uh made a good judgment about you two. You two did beyond my expectations at all. I'd be happy to put out a uh, word for the two of you and see if anyone in the city is willing to help. I'm sure there'll be at least a few who are willing to come help you two. Fantastic. Cool. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, I'll keep you two in mind, too, for anything like it. this I need in the future. Perfect. Uh, cool. And as you guys head off, you have recruited the help of the three major dens in the city on your way to nice. fight. Nice! And now, uh, you guys can go to bed, relax, Theo can ice his wounds and bruises. And also the things he got from the fight from the werewolf. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, there. I, I come home with more bruises than I can count when I work with small children, because they just don't, like, realize. No, they so, do like, not realize. You'll get a strength. kid full on running into your leg and you're just like, ha! Um, and you guys head back home to get ready bright and early tomorrow morning to get some help from the two other hunter organizations you are friend on good terms with. And that's what we'll do next session. Okie dokie. Uh, and yeah, that brings us to the end of this uh, mission, Alliance of Tooth and Claw. Nice. I'm excited for the next. Yeah. Next time it's you guys talking to the Ascending Ones in the Temple Roots Society. Uh, thank you everyone for listening as always. Uh, your support is what makes this possible. And yeah, thank you for listening. Always feel free to share links to us and spread the word. That's the best way we, you know, again, get the word out on stuff. Yeah. Um. I hope people didn't mind or hopefully enjoyed the episode we put out last, which was the Storytellers Roundtable. 
that I did with a couple other Chronicles of Darkness storytellers. Uh, I say in that episode, but you can find uh, Jeff's podcast in the description there, uh, Dire yeah. Pumpkin Studios. I was in bed for literally two weeks, so you're kind of out yeah. of luck. Uh, but luckily we had that in the can ready to go. I hope people enjoyed that, and I hope people are excited to get back to the main mission with this session. Uh, yeah, if you have a little extra change to spare, you can find us on patreon.com slash d3 the podcast. We or have... you can Venmo us at... Joking. <laughs> yeah. No, don't Venmo us. With that donation, you can get, you know, all the different levels. You can get NPCs named after you. You can get quarterly essays about world building from Caleb. You can get uh, monthly pictures from Ruby and monthly short stories from me. Uh, A recent one involved Robbie and Bubby, in fact. So if you want to see how that played out, feel free uh, to, you know, just go on and become a patron. It's real cheap, less than a cup of coffee some places a month at the lowest level. Uh, But if you can't, of course we understand. And thank you for listening. Any final words from you guys? Uh, Just thank you so much for listening, as per usual. Um, I just want to take some time to quantitatively try to understand the ridiculousness that is the, uh, the, the sewer wolves that Jacob has written. So my personal opinions are 